Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? You better speak up, though, because you were kind of quiet last week. Really? Yep. I feel like I'm talking loudly. No, you're not. You're not. You're, you're still in AI voice mode. Well, it's because the microphone is now so far away from me since you did exactly as I asked and got me a table. And a comfortable place to sit. Yeah, and a comfy blankie. Okay, that blanket was always there. But I have it in a comfy place to sit. And I got you beverage. I got you, like, surprise beverage. How did you like the, the new one I got you? Yeah, we'll talk about that. Oh dear, that's not good. <laughs> it's up. Let's just say it's on the list. Do the thing. Roll the intro. Did not say anything about it. Um, I literally yeah. said nothing. I said we will talk about that. It's on the list, which means it can't be good. Why? Why? It's on the list. It could be good. It also could be shit. I saw a, a thing on Facebook for the Grand Rapids Bourbon Fest. I know. Did you want to go again? Not really. Okay, that's why I didn't buy tickets. <laughs> If they have a tequila one, let's do that. Why? Why not? I don't know. It was... I think it would be more interesting and more fun if we went with a group. I think you're right. Because then we could talk try things it. and talk about it with people. I can't even talk about it with you because... You don't drink it. <laughs> I don't drink so bourbon. I can't. Well, yeah, that's but the I point. Drink tequila. No, what I'm, yeah, but I'm saying the the bourbon fest. Yeah. It's like you're you right. Can't I... really conversate about it, and people kind of I don't know. They stay in their little cliques. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's just like it's not like a social event. No. Not unless you already know people there. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people were doing. They were, you know, they were groups of people yeah. going and then they could experience the drink and then talk about, talk it. about it and mosey on to another one. And, yeah. You know. It, Sorry, I don't drink it. I can't help you. Either. You know what? You need to get yourself together. I know. Damn it. Me and that damn allergy. I don't think you're allergic anymore. You don't think I'm allergic to oak? Are, are you? You've been tested. Did it uh, come up? And he, he never tested me for that. Well, see, you should just take a sip. What, I, what happens to you when you drink oak? I usually turn red and start itching, and it's an itchy. Thing. It's an itchy, like in my. Throat, so you would know immediately. My throat, my face. I did the one time. Aaron gave me something to sip on. He's like, "Here, try this," and I took a drink, and it had some wild turkey in it. Did you have a reaction? Yeah. Oh, well then. None for you. All right. Number one on the list. 
about to have knee surgery again. Number three, man. Number three. You're out knee surgering me. And my left knee, I'm about to have it on my right knee, and my left knee feels worse than my right knee. Nice. And they already saw that my left knee has more arthritis in it than my right knee. So what do they want to do for your left knee? the left knee because I've had surgery on it twice their thing was that makes it more of a candidate for total knee replacement Yikes. than the right knee because the right knee's never had surgery right. and it has a meniscus tear Yeah. that can be repaired which means it can be repaired and then not have an issue for a, a time right it's going to, it still has the arthritis though. Yeah. And that's not going anywhere. Nope. So. <sighs> yeah. So, fun times. I'm hoping that the recovery won't be too, too crazily painful. I feel like when we had our meniscus repairs before, like, weren't we walking? Oh no, you had something way different. Right. I walked that same day. Right. I, I walked into the house. Right. That's what I'm thinking. But this yours were not. Like, the first But they one, didn't do just the repair. No. They did other stuff. Right. Yours, you had a lateral release, you had something else, and then the next time they, like, shaved your bone and blah blah blah. And right. So that. You've never had a baby one. You, no. You've gone straight into the deep end both times. Let, let's say the, you were the shallow end. You we were, were, it was wasting. the shallow end. Yeah. I've been in the deep end. So Twice. that's this week. So we'll see in a couple weeks how I feel on the podcast. If I have a feeling some ice, some I'll be, I'll be back with working and I'm supposed to go to Jackson on Saturday after your surgery. <laughs> You're having surgery on Friday. I'm supposed to go to Jackson on Saturday for Yale's birthday. Okay. I may not go. Depends on how you're doing. Okay. All right. So there, that's number one. Number two. Politics, because I know you love politics. Hey, we I are do love the we politics. are deep into the political season now. I do Iowa has happened, yeah, and it's a shit show. Um, New Hampshire, New Hampshire's about to happen yeah. this week. It's also a shit show. Not really. Um. So I had a question. Yeah. Who is a good? And this is for you. Who is a good alternative for President of the United States for those black and brown voters who are leaving Joe Biden? Is it a person or no one and not voting at all? Because in my mind, I don't know who the alternative is. Do I don't think? know who the alternative is either. And I've been actually thinking about this quite a bit. Because I worked with a Republican and her husband as a Trumper, who used to be head over heels. That's called a mega Republican. Um, no, 
who used to be head over yes. heels for Ron DeSantis, and now that Ron DeSantis is coming against Trump, he doesn't like Ron. But then he's also getting to a point now where he wishes Trump would just go away. Do, do I need to jump down to number nine? Maybe it'll help your answer. Number nine. Bye-bye, DeSantis. Hope you never return. Because he dropped out of the race. Awesome. I think today or yesterday. Cool. All right, so back to the alternative. I don't know who the alternative is. I'm not talking about an alternative to Trump. No, I know. I'm talking about an alternative for black and brown voters who are supposedly leaving Joe Biden. Where are they going? They're probably just not going to vote. Which then That's what I think. puts us in a spot where Republicans win when black and brown voters don't vote. That is true. Every single time. Every single time. I saw a stat this week that totally blew my mind. What's that? There has been one Republican to win the popular vote in the last 30 years. One Republican won the popular vote. Was that Reagan? No. Who was it? 30 years is not Reagan time. But. Oh, now I get um, 40, isn't it? God, I'm old. Yeah, you are. Um, so I think it's since Clinton was in office. W? W is the only one. And he lost the popular vote to Gore. Gore and then won the popular vote. He is the only Republican to win the popular vote since then. Wow. Wow. That's amazing. That's wow. Uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I don't know. They keep talk. They what they keep saying is <clears throat> black and brown voters are leaving Biden. But in reality, I don't know if they're really leaving Biden or just saying they don't want Biden. Like they're saying it to pollsters. They don't want Biden. Because in reality, there's nowhere to go. If you're you're liberal-leaning, not conservative. But honestly, even if you are conservative or liberal-leaning... And you don't want Biden, you still have nowhere to go. No, you don't. Because Trump is not conservative. Not at all. He's his own thing. He's his own kind of party. He's his own deal. So because he's his own thing, conservatives, why would they ever? Because they don't have anywhere to go. Really? I listened to one guy, and they said that they were going to write in... Who were they going to write in? They are going to write in somebody. Ronald Reagan or something. Somebody was dead? Yeah. Over voting for Trump, because they were conservative. Conservatives literally have nowhere to go. Because MAGA Republicans, which is now known as the Republican Party, they are... They're it. You know that Trump has like most of the Republican Congress is has already backed him? Oh my. Oh yeah. And most of the Republican governors, I think, have already backed him. Wow. 
and Ron DeSantis just dropped out of the race. So basically the only person left is Nikki Haley. I think she's the only I think there's I think she's the only Republican still in the race with Trump. Yeah, it's messy. It's messy. And Republican I, I, I still don't understand who is voting for Trump. Like who looks it's like it's like you know, it's 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 literally this is how this is how I, I view it. It's like driving down the strip, seeing the ugliest hooker, uh-huh. and wondering how does she make any money. Yes, yes, yes. Because everybody that drives by sees her, and sees that she is butt ass ugly. Yeah, but she's still making money. But she's still out there making money. She ain't out there just walking around doing nothing. Nope. That's Trump. Somebody's voting for this dude. Yep. People are supporting him. People are going to his rallies. People are buying his merch. People are giving him money. What? <clears throat> they uh, what? Yeah. Like what kind of what kind of mental deficiency do you have to have in order to vote for Trump? Yep. Is that ESPN? Yeah. Talking about this game. Detroit 31. Oh, it's over. Yeah. It's a done deal. That's why they did the thing. Do 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 do. Detroit is going, going on. Wow. Uh, what's his name was totally right about Detroit this year. Well, who was his name? Steve Kornacki. No, Michelle's husband. Michelle. You're Michelle. Oh, Robert. Robert was totally right. He said this was the year that they were going to do well. And he said that shit way before the season. Yeah, he did. He said he back said in that the summer. Like May, June. Yep. And he was right because, goddamn. I mean, no matter what, this is a totally successful season for Detroit. This is, this is a very, I mean, this is the most successful season they've had in 30 years. So this is a, I mean, they can stop right now and be just fine as far as like having a good season, setting themselves up for next year. I mean, think about it. The Cowboys, out. Eagles, out. Do you Vikings know, I mean. Out. Who? Vikings. Who? Vikings. Oh God. No, the Vikings, Vikings were never really in. They're always there. <laughs> no, they the weren't. The Vikings weren't there. So, yeah. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, yeah, this is a thing. The Lions are a thing. All right. Um, so it's been a couple weeks. So have you been, have you been, have you been on the Disney Plus? Yes, I'm watching the Percy's. But you haven't been watching the Echo. Not yet. See, Marvel has lost you. You are just not coming okay, back tomorrow. Okay, did they drop all of the Echo? All or... of it, one day. Okay, I didn't know that. I thought it was an episode, like, every nope. week thing. They because... dropped it all. It's the first thing that dropped all in one day. And they think, a lot of people think that it's hurting the series, that they dropped it like that. But it's like, it feels like a throwaway thing. And it's something different. Yeah. No, no, no. It's different. It's 
Marvel Spotlight. It's a totally different thing now. And the way they're doing Marvel Spotlights is you don't have to see all the stuff that came before yeah. it. It's a self-contained thing. I so, saw something on um, Facebook. It was doing a trailer and it was talking about Marvel Spotlights. And then I watched the trailer for Echo. I was like, ooh, I would like this. But then I yeah. thought it was just going to be like every week. No. Which, which is what they're doing with the Percy's. Yes. And so Keegan and I watched the first two episodes. And then we had to wait. And then we waited a couple weeks and watched up to the fifth episode. It comes out every Tuesday at 9, I think. So we'll wait and watch the next one. Because we like to watch... How many episodes are there? We... It's only like five or six now. We've watched all five. Oh, okay. But um, we like to watch them back to back. Oh, man, you ain't binge watching that shit. That's what we want is to binge watch. That's why I didn't watch the Echo because I wanted to wait a couple weeks for all the episodes to come out. But I didn't know they dropped it. One day and the scramble to cover it by the nerds? Oh, my God. (laughs) Because. Basically, it all dropped at one time, so if they were going to do it, because usually you get, the thing drops, you get a week, you get an uh, episode about all the all the little things that you missed in it, right? Yeah. Then you get different analysis based on what you had seen and what you had expected throughout the entire week. So they might get two to, I would say, two to five different videos based on one thing. Right? But they couldn't do that because it all dropped at once. Right. So they were just scrambling just to get... Because one day I was sitting here and like every hour a video dropped by Screen Crush. Because he was watching them, dropping a video. Watching them, dropping a video. Watching them, dropping a video. Wow. <laughs> because he... You know, I mean, everybody wants to be first. Yeah. And um, when things drop... At a certain time. So if it drops at midnight. Midnight doesn't mean midnight everywhere. Right. Because time zones and whatnot. So midnight in the UK gives them a jump on being able to then watch it, review it, and then get a video out on YouTube basically beating everybody else. So like... um, on heavy spoilers, he will go and he said in the past, this is where you come to watch the videos before you get to New York Stars. Right. Because New York Stars I hadn't even been able to see it yet. Right. But he's seen it and been able to review it and get a video out. Right. Um but Echo, you need to watch Echo. I'll watch it. But it, it the, there's a reason why I want you to watch Echo and I don't want to ruin it for you. So Okay. And you haven't seen um Hawkeye. Okay. No, not so yet. So you haven't seen Echo yet. Okay. Because Echo's in Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. And, but that story of the connection between Echo and Hawkeye is in the spotlight because they're making this self-contained thing that you don't need to see all the other stuff that came yeah. before. So you get to actually see what, albeit from a different perspective... Yeah. But you still get to see the events leading up to this season of Echo that was in Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I, I asked this question. I, I, I think I can answer it for you, though. I think the answer is hell no. Can you guess the question? No. Do you even care? About what? <laughs> Anything coming from Marvel? No. I'm going to watch it when See, I watch it. I told you the answer was hell no. <laughs> it just feels different now. It don't feel different. There is so much going on. You know it's what? It's different because you say it feels. You say it feels different, but you know what's going to happen? The next film to come out, maybe not Deadpool so much, because that, that's a three- yeah. You haven't seen the other ones? Yes, I have. You seen the other ones? You've seen both Deadpool movies? Yes. Okay, so Aaron that, one, watch them back that back. one may be the thing that pulls you back in because it's the only movie this year. What? It's See, the only <laughs> movie. They're not doing any more um, Disney Marvel films this year. Deadpool is it. Wow. So that gives you a nice buildup. A nice way to catch up yeah. because he's going to still be dealing with the multiverse because he's already done it right. in Deadpool 2 he goes and he gets um, cables yeah. time thing and he starts bouncing around to other universes not just times he's going to other right. universes killing himself and getting rid of characters and things so, that being the case, there's a connection then to Loki. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, he's bouncing around universes yeah. and... In timelines. Yeah. So, and Wolverine is in this. Yeah, yeah. The Hugh Jackman Wolverine. So, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, where are the X-Men and then how do they get together and all of that. Now we've had X-Men in the last few things. Right. Doctor Strange had um, Professor X, X um, and Reed Richards. But we've also gotten Beast in yep. the Marvels. We've gotten... There's another... We sort of had Ralph Boner, who was supposed to be... Uh, what's his name? He's the actor that that played Wanda's brother in WandaVision. Pietro? Right. He plays Pietro in the X-Men. That's why everybody was like, what's going on? Oh, we have Miss Marvel. Yeah. Miss Marvel is a mutant. They called her a mutant. Okay. Her friend. He's like, I analyzed your blood and you have a mutation. And then there's a little music that goes. That little music is the X-Men music. Got ya. So they, they made her a mutant in the MCU. She wasn't a mutant in the, um, in the comics. Got ya. So... Yeah, I I think they're doing exactly what you said last time. They need to come out with less stuff. Yeah. 
but basically that kind of means you just have to now catch up right because they're giving us a year to catch if up. you don't catch up you're still going to be the next time not not deadpool but the thing after that whatever that is yeah then it's going to be full steam ahead right because now jonathan majors is out of the way yep. um or at least the controversy around him is out of the way even though he's like one of the most important characters in Loki. And it kind of sucks, but at least his only Kang version is in um, Ant-Man. Right. And he's disappeared. So if he's disappeared, they can choose just not to even acknowledge him now. Right. As Kang. Right. Um, I, I think it'll be good to have the break from a lot of the stuff, but it's not going to be good to have the break. Right. Because those of us that have been watching and watching and watching, it's like we want to keep watching. Right. You know, we want we want the content to keep coming fast and furious. And it's not going to be. We got... Daredevil coming, I think, this year. And see, that's a really good series. That was a really good series on Netflix. All the net, and see, that's the other side of it is all the Netflix stuff is now canon. Did I tell you that stat about? No, did I tell you about what that what happened because they made all the stuff on Netflix canon? Oh, wait, you were telling me about some crazy amount of numbers. The number of days. Yes, so the like full, the entire MCU, phase one, two, three, and what has happened in four so far, yeah. movies and TV, added up to 5.5 days of content. That's just psycho. Not really. That's a lot of years. When you think about it. It's a lot of years of content. Now, phase four, phase three was jam-packed. I mean, jam-packed. But, okay, so 5.5 days. Just by adding in the all the Netflix stuff. Just the Netflix stuff. Not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., not Agent uh, Carter, uh, not... Um, there's one more show. Not... Uh, oh, what's the name of this show? Um, Jessica Jones. No, Jessica Jones is part of the Netflix. There's a whole nother set of shows that were not on Netflix that were shows that are Marvel characters. And the Inhumans is one. Um, um, I can't think of the name. The black dude with the white girl. I can't think of the name of their name. Not the lightning. Nope. No, it has nothing to do with lightning. I can't remember her name. Um, maybe I'll think of it but that show and then the Runaways so all of those shows none of those are supposedly canon yet so like Luke Cage Jessica no no no, no. All that stuff is that it is so. those are all the Netflix shows yeah. so Daredevil Luke Cage Jessica Jones uh, Punisher uh, Iron Fist and um, The Defenders all of that is the Netflix stuff. All of that is the Daredevil verse. Yeah, yeah. 
and they're all canon. That is six days worth of content. Yeah. <laughs> six days, just those things is six days worth of content. So they basically more than doubled the MCU's content by adding in, adding in those shows. Psycho. So the stuff that you're going to see in Echo for not only... The stuff you're going to see in Echo that have to, has to do with Wilson Fisk, you have to... You don't have to know it, but... He's living a life that is connected to his life in the Netflix shows. Yeah. And Fisk is in Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's like, it's good. It's going to be kind of crazy trying to catch up. The best thing to do is just watch the shows. Because catching up, like, sitting there like... Oh, I want to see all these things before something. Oh no, you're you're gonna kill yourself trying to do that. Right. It's better just to just watch them, just right. just enjoy them over this next year. Yeah. All right. Ah, I have uh, you. I I I said cat and Shay Shay check. <laughs> um. Let's see if I can find the video. Cat and Club Shay Shay. This video, it, it literally has gone flippant. Two weeks, the full video, two weeks, 53 million views. Wow. Wow. 53 million views right now. That's crazy. Two weeks. This video. And, and you know what's funny? So many people are reacting to that video. On YouTube so many people are in I mean reacting to what he said uh, I think everybody has now said something everybody that he called out has now said something about even Ice Cube um, but so many like comedians and like people on the side that he didn't say anything about but know what happened Back in the day, and Cedric, I don't know if he's gonna come, even come out okay on this one. Why? Because that, because he was stealing jokes. Oh. And now, here's the thing: if a comedian steals a joke from another comedian, but I never saw the original comedian's joke, then me as an audience member, I don't know it and I don't care. Was your delivery of the joke funny? Okay. Because right. that's all I've ever seen. Right. But when another comedian comes out, because then it's like, now we're talking about some inside baseball type shit. Yeah. Because it's like, I saw the joke when you did it on, say, Kings of Comedy. Right. 
That's the only time I ever saw the joke. So for Cat Williams to come out and say, you stole my joke, a joke that I had done years before, and you had seen me do it live. I mean, yeah, it raises eyebrows about said, but it doesn't change the fact that I still have never seen Cat Williams do that joke. Right. And you know what joke I'm talking about? Uh-uh. You remember when he was talking about uh, people flying in, like, uh, Cadillacs or whatever yeah. through space? Yeah. That entire joke is Cat Williams' joke. The entire thing. He, like, changed the car or something. And that's it. Everything else, almost word for word, was his joke. And there's video evidence of it. Because it was a live thing. He did it like on TV or whatever. Okay. So the idea that this guy steals jokes from other comedians and won't say, yeah, this shit was fucking funny. I wanted to take that shit. Yeah. Change it up a little bit and make it, you know, use it on stage. If you said that, I have a feeling people would be like, yeah, but that's not so cool. Like other comedians. Yeah. But... The fact that you said, yeah, that shit was fucking funny and I wanted to take that joke and I took it. Yeah. I didn't ask, but I took it. Because yeah. the other comedians I've heard where comedians say, that was a funny joke, can I use that joke? And yeah. they would, they might be like, yeah, sure, take that joke. No biggie. Right. Or, no, no don't no, take that fine. joke because I ain't got no jokes. Because I, right. I, I heard, I literally heard, I think it was like Dave Chappelle or somebody like that. I think it was Dave Chappelle when he was really young. And somebody, an old man, took his jokes. An old comedian. And literally went, was, looked, was like, what the fuck are you going to do? Because Dave was like 16 or something. 14, 15, 16. And it was like, you know, I, I don't need to ask you for this joke. Because what the fuck are you going to do? And, you know, yeah. It's not right, but in reality, what are you going to do? Really? What are you going to do? Um, it's not like you copyright it. Well, I mean, you could, but you'd have to have gone through that process right. already. And a 14-year-old um, doesn't really know how to do that. Right. But the idea that... But I have also heard about adult to adult saying like, yeah, man, that joke was fucking funny. Can I use that? And I've heard comedians say that they said yes. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. You know, if you can get some mileage out of that, go ahead and do it. But see, if you had permission, you might want to separate yourself from the other telling of that joke. Yeah. Especially if you roll in the same circles like black comedians do. Right. You're 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 essentially doing the chitlin circuit. So you're you're kind of gonna be you're kinda gonna be servicing almost the similar crowds. Right. So you're gonna have to bring something to that joke to separate yourself yep, from the other guy. From the other guy. But I think what said had done was somewhere in his calculation was, well nobody really saw this. What? I just have breaking news alert. Nobody really saw this back then. Right. So nobody's going to even know right. that that joke. And I didn't know. And I was watching black comedians for a long time. But it wasn't, I mean, 
I wasn't really up on Cat Williams. I mean, I've seen a couple 90s. Cat Williams things. No, like, I'm talking in the 90s. I don't even remember I Cat Williams remember in, Cat the in the 90s. I remember in the early 2000s. Because right. I, I exactly. remember watching a Cat Williams special one night in the living room and I had to like turn it off because the children, one of the kids came downstairs and it was not child appropriate. And then no, I, no, no, no. 2000s, Cat Williams was was around. But in the 90s, like the remember, Def Comedy Jam ever. and all that. And I think he was on Def Comedy Jam at some point. But see, that's just it. You know, a lot of people were yeah, on Def Comedy Jam. And, and almost well, all we of them were funny. Every weekend. But almost all of them were funny. Yeah. But if he did a special that was televised and it wasn't Def Comedy Jam, then I probably never saw that right. special. Same. But <sighs> other comedians have come out and said that said is stolen jokes. So see, this is this is the 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 effects of the club Shay Shay yeah. now because he came out and said something and now other comedians that were in and around comedy are now coming out and saying yeah we know that we always knew this right you know the stuff about Steve Harvey not being fair to other comedians and you know being real bitchy towards people and and Steve Harvey always acts like, because this is the other side. I think even Bernie talked about this. Because Steve Harvey, um, the show that is Kings of Comedy was his show. Right. He was the headliner. Yeah. But Bernie was so funny that he didn't want to go on after him. Right. So that's how Bernie ends up being the last one. And that's how... Um, what's his name? Hughley? No. Who I was just talking about? Said. No. Steve? Steve Harvey. That's how Steve Harvey becomes the MC. Oh, okay. Because he wasn't the MC through the entire tour. Oh. See, that tour was going for, I think, a year before they, before Spike Lee films it. it. And then makes the kings of comedy. That thing had been going for a while. They were touring. And I think uh, Joe Torrey was a part of the tour for a while. I think he opened or did something or emceed or something like that. But because of Steve not liking what all of the accolades that Bernie was getting, he, you know, they had static through the whole thing because basically Bernie is funnier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know? And everybody knows Bernie is funnier. And that's not saying Steve's not funny. I'm saying that Bernie is just a funnier, he is a way funnier comedian. DL is funnier. Yeah. You know? I used one of DL's jokes the other day. I think they said that, and I and see, this is the other thing. Steve Harvey, I don't remember him doing this on Deaf Comedy Jam, so he probably just said his, his time and he did his set and then he rolled but on the tour he was like doing the the not joe tory guy tory but the he was doing the joe tory thing where he was attacking people in the crowd uh-huh, and uh-huh. talking bad about yeah. talking about him Talk and stuff about the so 
apparently he was that's what Steve was doing on the tour early on. Yeah. And so he wasn't getting the reception that he wanted because he was basically taking quite a bit of time doing that part of it. Yeah. And you know, Steve Harvey, I, I think I think somebody said Steve Harvey hasn't done stand up in like ten years. Huh. You know. And when they asked DL about it, DL was like, well, I mean, you are, you are what you do. So is Steve Harvey a comedian right now? No, he's a TV show host. Right, he's a TV show host. He hasn't been, he hasn't been on the road for a while, you know. And see, he stays on the road. No. DL is always on the road. He's kind of like, you know, like Bill Maher. Bill Maher is always on the road. You know, yes, he has a show. But yeah. then he's always, some, well, some Fridays, yeah. he's, he, I'm going to such and such and going here and going yeah. there. Um, so, the Club Shay Shay video, if you haven't seen it, with Cat Williams, it'll blow your mind. But he talks about everybody. And the stuff about Diddy, oh God. That stuff has really blown up. And he only mentioned Diddy like in one line. Diddy and T.D. Jakes. He just... What did he say about T.D. Jakes? Because T.D. Jakes was hanging out with Diddy. Okay. At Diddy's parties. Oh, oh. And Diddy's parties are now, now infamous for being some... Freaky thing? Hedonistic, man-on-man... Type shit. Oh my. Oh yeah. I mean, and that shit has been. I told you. I had said this to you before, and you were like, "Nah, that can't be true." You said it needs. And it's like everybody is talking about, you know, things that Diddy has done that kind of looks kind of suspect based on the how he's trying to try to portray himself. Because yeah. if, if that's always the thing. If he came out and he was like, I'm bisexual. Who cares? All the, nobody would care. Everybody would just walk away and be like. I still don't care. Like, like so. Yeah. But if he did that, if he did that today. Yeah. He might get more of a following. Yeah, because he, he did. But if you want to walk around and act like you're not. Like you're going to be on the down low. But then you're going to be, you know, like. Like Usher has all these stories about spending nights with Diddy and all this stuff back when he was young. You know, like back when he was like new to the game. And I'm not saying that anything happened between them. I don't I have no idea. But the idea of it, yeah. you know, it's just like the Macaulay Culkin, Michael Jackson thing. I mean, it's like it doesn't matter if something happened. It's just the fact that this is kind of... Yeah. Right. Not so the good. Idea it, yeah, it. it's a, this is not good at all. But I mean, if you're if today, if if you are honestly, Diddy has enough money to be gay and feel no ramification, negative ramifications of it. It's a totally different time than it was 20 years. But ago. also, he's got enough resources that it you know yeah, it, won't it wouldn't matter. He's not up and coming. Nope. He's not gonna lose lose uh, uh, opportunities because he came out as gay. No. <laughs> and like you said, 
This is a totally different time. Yep. <laughs> well, nobody even bat an eye. He'd be like, so-and-so's gay. So. And. <laughs> and. I know. But if you try to walk around, act like you're not, and you're going to run around being on the down low, and then you're going to have parties where all kinds of weird shit is happening, weird based on the people that are there talking about it. Right. And because basically what they're saying is, this might be normal behavior within a particular um, group of people. Right. The prop, like if you went to Studio 54, this could be normal in Studio 54, yeah. but everybody knew that's what they were coming into. Yeah. Whereas you go to this party, you think you're going to a hip hop mogul's party and then find out this is, he's the freaky deaky motherfucker that's running around here. It's like, whoa, whoa. I may not have signed up for that. Right. Because I didn't know that's the kind of party this was. Right. You know. Anyway. So keep, keep an eye on the on, on the club Shay Shay. While we're talking about the funny, I'm going to talk about our son for a moment. Our son drove me all the way through Meyer this morning. So I had to take Erin with me because I could not go grocery shopping on my own. Because you have arm issues. I have T-Rex issues. So, um, acceptance is a good thing. As we're, we're going through, I'm picking up beans. I'm putting them in the in the um, the car in here. So, why are you getting so many beans? And I said, well, because I'm gonna make that white chicken chili again. He said, why are you so obsessed with this? I said, I don't know. Maybe it's just the white girl in me. And he looked at me, Aaron, dead in my face, and said, you have gentrified chili. <laughs> That ain't even right. And the black man behind us in the aisle, he just about lost his shit. He ducked his head and ran down the <laughs> aisle, shaking from laughter the whole way because our son said I had done gentrified chili. So now I have made gentrification chili. And he tell me I'm not right for gentrifying the chili. Well, I mean, you could just add it to your, um, your growing. Uh, cookbook that's right now in your head. Yeah. That needs to come out out of your head. Yeah. And just gentrified chili. That that's the name of your chili. I'm not seeing the problem. Is this my white soul food book? No, it's just you gentrified. have a, you have all of these. Okay. You have all of these things that you have made. Uh huh. That you've bettified. I have bettified them. Because sure. of. The difference in how we ate when we were abroad and had other ingredients and did not have the ingredients from the States. Yeah. So. And I had to learn, like, so for example, today I made homemade from scratch uh, vegan cream of mushroom soup. I would have never done that before we left the country. I would have never even considered it. But it was the easiest shit in the whole wide world to make. And Keegan's up there tasting it for me as I'm going because I can't taste the death pot. Um, Don't be scared of the mushroom. The mushroom does not like my body. Don't be scared of the mushroom. I love the mushroom. And they're baby portobellas too. And so Keegan was tasting for me and she kept telling me how good it was. But that's not something I would have done before, and it was literally the easiest shit in the world to make. So simple. 
cooked a lot today. I made the gentrified chili. I made the mushroom soup. I made the I made a vegan meat or vegan lasagna and a regular lasagna. Well, a chicken lasagna. Sad lasagna. That, that's called sad lasagna. It was delicious. Sad lasagna. But I, I wanted to have food in there that you could eat throughout the week. Something that you haven't had in a while. Alright, what's next? Gentrified chili. What is wrong with our child? Let's see, what did I put here? There's this there's this idea. Back to politics. There's this idea that uh, quote sub suburban women that's how they say it. Suburban women will not support Trump. I don't believe it. Suburban women is the code for white, white suburban women. I don't of believe meat. it. Those are the women that put him in office in the first time. Yep. I don't believe it. And those are the women that are going to put him on in office again. <laughs> if he... Because he has to get those women in order to... to have the votes to go to win the states. Yeah. And I I I I hate this idea that um that suburban white women don't support Trump. It's like, no, they do. They and yes, do. the ones with college degrees, they do too. Yeah. You know. Just like uh, your, uh, uh, I can't remember anybody's name now. Haley. Nikki Haley. Yeah. Whose name is not Nikki? Um. She's an Indian woman. I know her name's not Nikki. I know. So what was that? All I say is she's not, her name's not Nikki. She's not a white suburban woman either. She's an Indian woman. Let me finish. She also said that this was not, this has never been a racist, racist country. country. Bitch. 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 So, she's going to find out how racist it is okay. if Trump keeps telling everybody what her real name is. Yep. Because <laughs> he's already tried to get her disqualified as a candidate. Because she was because born a foreign parent. But wasn't, weren't his parents immigrants too? Everybody... Everybody here was immigrants, except for those of us. But she's that were first native. generation. But isn't he first generation? His children are first generation yes, on their mother's are. side, except for one of them. Every single one of them. Well, his you child. know, Trump does not agree with the idea that um, if you're born in the United States, you're an American citizen. I know. So that means his kids aren't American citizens in his head. Why? He's American. That's not how it works for men. It does not work that way but for American married. men. Doesn't matter if in his brain. But if he's it, married to the woman, even if, if she's you're a born. foreign mother, and you have a child in America, 
the child is American. Right, but I. But, but if you're an American man and you have a child with a foreign woman outside of the United States, you have to petition for citizenship. No, no, no. That's fine. But neither one of those things is what happened. But he doesn't seem to understand. But neither that one of works. those things conditions happened. Neither one of those things happened. His he was married at, to but, the woman. But they weren't Americans. They weren't Americans yet. They weren't Americans when he had them, when they were born. But I thought the, the fact that they're married. It doesn't matter. They're still not American citizens. They have to go through the citizenship test to become an American citizen. You can be married to a foreigner and have a green card and they are not American citizens. They have residency, but they are not citizens. Laura and Lorenzo were married for five years. Lorenzo was never an American citizen. But do they have to go through citizenship? Yes, they have to do all of that. They have to go through the classes. They have to do the test. They have to do all of it. Which is part of the reason why I'm trying to figure out if my grandmother ever became a citizen. It seemed like she would have had to. No. At some point. No, because they gave a 60-year war bride visa. But if she didn't, then she was always, always a British a, citizen. A British citizen. But, then, but oh, but couldn't with she a have green had? Card. But couldn't she have had dual citizenship? She did have. Well, I know that she kept her British she, citizenship. But so she if, could have had it. Yes. If yes. she got yes. naturalized yes. as a U.S. citizen. Yep. But I guess my point is, why does any of that matter when no matter what? She was a British citizen. I don't know. <laughs> no matter how it gets sliced, she was always a British citizen. After I get my boobs done, I'm gonna Look, man. I'm gonna Look, man. go you and need to calm down about the three grand. Calm down about these boobs, man. I'm getting my boobs done and I'm, I'm gonna get a tummy tuck. I'm about to say, you do not want to do one without the other. And I'm gonna get my flat my be, bingo wings you're taken be, care of. You're not getting no bingo wings taken care of. Oh, I'm getting them taken care of. I might even do something about this Stop drinking Red leg Bull. thing. Stop drinking what? Red Bull. Oh, I don't drink that stuff. Yeah, but you got the wings. Rude. Ah! Just rude. Ah! Ah! Uh, okay. Um, I have this this hatred. I, I go through this every every presidential election. Where they start talking about these caucuses and how important they are in Iowa and all this shit. But they try to make it seem like, and even when, when, say, Democrats and Republicans are both in Iowa for the Iowa caucuses, that that is indicative of the rest of the country. It's not. And it's just Iowa doing a money grab to get all these people to come there because, honestly, nobody has a reason to even think about anything that's going on in Iowa. Nope. Nobody in any other part of the country cares about what people in Iowa are thinking and doing in their politics. It's just like if somebody asked you about Montana. It's like their local government is probably way more important than anything they have to say about yeah. national government. Because yeah. it's just not enough people. Right. You know, you're not talking about that many people. And 
as you get to those states, what used to be called flyover states, when you get to those states, they try to make themselves, especially Iowa, they you know because it's tradition now, to make them seem like they're more important than they really are. And then after somebody wins that they don't like, they turn around and show you how the people that won Iowa didn't win the presidency. Right. So it's like, then why did you go through this exercise if it wasn't going to be... It wasn't going to be representative of anything. Why did you do this? Like, why did you go through all this stuff? Why did you have all these people there and, and act like, you know... Them showing up and talking to people, like any of that mattered. Right. You know, I think Ron DeSantis came in second in Iowa. He's already dropped out of the race. <laughs> Haley came in third in Iowa, and she's staying in as far as I know, at least through uh, New Hampshire, where she might do better than Trump. Right. Because in New Hampshire, independents can vote. Right. In the Republican, there is, you can, it doesn't matter what party you're in. Right. Um, and that's not like that in all the states. But Nikki Haley is probably, I'm predicting, that she's going to get to South Carolina and lose to Trump. Oh, sure. The place where she was governor. Yep. Which, oh my God, how do you lose in your own state? You know, that should tell you something. And the guy that made you made, what, lieutenant governor? He's already backing Trump. Uh, what's his name? Black dude that was running for president. Oh, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. He's, he was her lieutenant governor. And he's already backing Trump. You know, and basically everybody is just running real scared right now. Basically, if they don't, if they don't come out, one of the, one of the guys I've listened to, he said that, um, uh, I think it was governor. They got a message that you need to come out for Trump, or he's going to remember that you didn't come out for him. And so then governors were contacting Trump's people and saying to them, how can I make it make this right with Trump? Like, what can I do to make it right? So basically, I don't get attacked by him and the, his supporters. You know, and it's just like I I, I, I swear we are watching we are watching the beginning of a Hitler. We are literally seeing it happen right in front of us. And somehow, some way, we better find a way to not let that guy get back in office and let him go to jail where is where he needs to go based on all of the shit he's done. Because if he gets into office, all the federal stuff goes away and all the state stuff gets put on hold. Right. All the court cases. Which is crazy. All the federal stuff literally disappears. Not 
Well, he's over the the judicial. He's over the. Um, Yeah. As the executive. So, but the state stuff doesn't go anywhere. It just stops. It literally gets paused until he gets comes out of office again, and then it can start right back up again. <sighs> but him running, running for the presidency to keep yourself out of jail should not be a thing. No. And anybody else anybody else everybody else who has ever come into a courtroom has never behaved the way he's behaved no. and I've been allowed to stay no he should be locked up for contempt of court yeah he should already be locked up yep already Absolutely. based on his behavior yep. in court yep I don't know why and they are not locking him up I don't either I don't either because they lose credibility every single time Every time he does some shit and they act like they they need to let it go. It's like, why? He's a regular citizen. Yep. Why do you have to let it go? His Secret Service people can stand outside his cell. You know, they can make sure that, you know, he doesn't get jumped. Or just put him in solitary confinement. They don't need to waste taxpayers' money on um, Secret Service. That would be one way to do it. Yep. All right, what else? What else? My list is long. I'm trying to shorten it. I had this question. Are people who support Trump also anti-democratic? Is this wave growing? Got another one for you. Who are Republicans pandering to? If it is you... You may well be part of the problem in the United States. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Because, like, looking at the comments that Nikki Haley made, looking at the comments that DeSantis made, it's like none of this stuff makes sense. And basically, everything that Trump says is just wacko. But there are people that want to hear what they're saying because as candidates they wouldn't say it if people didn't want to hear it. Right. So if they've calculated this is a good thing to say yep. and people want to hear it and they're not coming out saying this is terrible, we don't like this, blah, 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 blah then they probably are the issue. Yeah. <laughs> True. All right. already did my bye-bye DeSantis, but apparently I could not spell. And so, sitting here, streaming on my, on the Xfinity stream, the, the first game today, uh-huh. all of a sudden, I couldn't understand what they were saying. And I was sitting there and I was like, what are, what's going on with the audio? And I could hear them talking. And I could hear the voices of the people that were calling the game. Uh-huh. But then there was another set of voices. And I was like, what is going on? And then I started listening to the second set of voices. 
they were in Spanish. Oh dear. And so the Spanish and the um, the English audio were running on top of each other. But they were also skipping and going back to what things had been said like a second before. So it kept happening over and over and over and over and over. Then the video started going wonky and then black screen. What the hell? And it went to a black screen for like 20 minutes. What the fuck? <laughs> so I have put on here uh, NFL playoffs are rolling and Detroit versus Tampa has broken NBC. <laughs> <laughs> I said, their live stream via Xfinity died around 4.15 p.m. Yeah. Well, no, it wasn't then. It was earlier today. Um, your mom wanted to watch one of the, the Xfinity apps on the TV. The HGTV Go. And we just watched it yesterday. And I had to sign into the stupid thing again. We, it happens all the time where it's almost like it. it You're it, signing, getting signed out. Getting signed out, but then one day I had to re-download apps. When I went to open them, they were downloading again. I was like, "What the hell is going on? I just used this the day before, like my World of Wonder, because you know I'm watching drag queens almost every day on my World of Wonder app." Stop it. And because I gotta watch the UK ones. Um. And I had just watched it the night before, and I opened it up, or went to open it up, and I had to download the stupid thing again. I was like, what the hell is going on? Unless it's doing what your phone does. Uh, but I just used it the day before. I, I, uh, I wondered if there was, like, a, an update. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But I don't ever use apps on TV. What do you do? Here's my computer. Oh, this is a yeah. monitor, remember? So everything that I run on my on the on the monitor is basically just the, whatever the the laptop can get to. Right. So the stream. So I, I I have the apps on there. Yeah. But I almost never. I only use them if something's wrong with my laptop. Got it. Or like Apple TV for a time. You couldn't have the Apple TV app going uh-huh. and use your Bluetooth headphones. Oh, weird. Yeah. So if I wanted to hear the thing through Bluetooth, I had to use the computer. Gotcha. But if I used the computer, then I couldn't get to Paramount. Right. So I have to use, and if you use Paramount, you can't use Bluetooth. Yeah. So... There is that. What is that? I don't know. I Why is there fire under snow? I don't know. Unless it's like a igloo where they have like the... Where would that be? I don't know. Aren't they in Buffalo? Yeah, they're in Buffalo. This is the same stadium that they were shoveling out last week. Yeah. I watched it earlier. I watched them shovel it out. That um, was a sight. You know, they got over four feet of snow this last uh, this last bit of snow we got. We were winding about 20-some inches. We got two feet of snow, they got four they feet. They got four snow. feet. But when they when they were, when they were, uh, uh, last week when they were shoveling out the snow, uh-huh. they had gotten 40 inches. Holy crap, no 
All right, you got anything else for the people? I do. I have. I finished the the five book series, The Legacy of the Nine Realms, the one that I was reading that had to do with the Hecate, which is in the Norse realms. Um, and I got to the end of the fifth book, and I was so disappointed because I had read all five of these books, and for it to end the way it did, I was just like what the fuck because it was so abrupt mm. and it was getting to a part where it was like really good and I really wanted to know what's coming next and I'm all in and then it just ends and I was like what the fuck is going on and then the, this author always puts a whole lot of personal stuff in the beginning of the book this time she put something personal at the end of the book and it made me feel like a total asshole <laughs> because <clears throat> Here I'm thinking, like, what the fuck happened with the story? Why did it end this way? This is not a good look, ma'am. And then she goes on to write, hey, thanks so much for staying with me through all these books. <clears throat> She's got a lot of books. Probably over 20. Um, as many of my fans know, my daughter-in-law died. I took care of her while she was on hospice while trying to finish this book. Blah, blah, blah. And the story she tells of her her daughter-in-law's death was so heart-wrenching. I just felt like an asshole for like the whole week. <laughs> I felt like an asshole. I did. Every time somebody would say, oh, did you finish your book? And I'd be like, yeah, I finished it. How was the ending? I was like, it wasn't good. And then I'd feel like an asshole all over again. Why? Because it just... I mean, there's the fiction. I get it. Like, And then there's the real life. Well, I, I understand why she ended it the way she did, and I'm assuming that she's probably going to come out with another, like, a sixth book. I would because of the way it ended. She's like, you know, the end for now. But I still feel like an asshole because I was like, that was not a good ending. I don't, I don't know if you should feel that way. I mean, a lot of what happens in our fictional worlds are colored by what's happening in the real world, yeah. whether we know it or not. Right. Well, and, and to be fair, this book series, there was a lot of really good plot twists. Um, which, a lot of times I see this stuff coming, and some of them I was like, ooh, I did not see that one. And I like it when that happens. Yeah, because you can't predict it. Right. So... I may go and look for some of her other stuff and read some of her other other books because I did like her writing style. She was really funny. Like the inner dialogue that this character had with her other part. Oh my god, hilarious. Like I found myself literally laughing out loud and there were a couple of moments where I was boo-hoo crying oh, like couldn't catch my breath oh god not the boo-hoo crying yeah it was it was a good series okay. you gonna tell us who it is i just took it was a, i said it was the legacy of the nine realms by amelia hudgens there you go the first book in the series is flames of chaos
and I really, I like that Apple, well, something was going on with the iBooks, because I had finished three of the books, but the second book didn't register that I'd finished it, or that I'd even read it. And then I finished the third book and started the fourth book, and then all of a sudden the second book popped up as finished. Okay. I was like, what the hell is going on? Maybe it was a cloud thing. Maybe. It was just very strange. I run into little glitches like that all the time. Speaking of glitches. Yeah. We need some... uh, non-battery powered woodworking tools. (laughs) It's funny you should mention that. Because! (laughs) Because today when I was looking for the the RVs, this is what I do every weekend. Um, I go on the Facebook marketplace and I do class A near me for sale and I look to see what's available. And if there's anything like reasonable or whatever I might send it to you but um, but I was also looking for power tools that were not battery operated well I mean I like the battery operated and we could get higher capacity batteries yeah. right now we have four and or two and six or four and six or something like that and it's just when the tool is you know running like i'm surfacing a board or something like that it's it's doing a lot of running yeah you know like if i'm cutting with the circular saw and i'm cutting pine that eh, thing cut all day right but if i'm cutting anything harder it's doing some work yeah and so it's running the batteries down fast now, sometimes that time that it takes to run down, it's not really that big a deal because I need to stop anyway. Right. But sometimes, like, I'll run through a battery, then run through the other battery, and it's like, man, if I can just keep going, I can finish. And I can't finish because yeah, the battery. battery. The other side of that is the strength of the actual router that I'm using to surface the boards. That needs to be corded and bigger. Yeah. Because if it's corded and bigger, it's going to be able to chew through the wood faster and easier. Right. In other words, it's not going to work as hard then it's not going to, and it's not going to matter about batteries. So basically it's going to be able to do the job. So that's, that's my thing. My, I've been looking at like, what should, what should I get next for woodworking? Yes, I need a, uh, I need a planer. Because if I had a planer, a lot Where of, because right now I am just, I am hand sanding I know. rough lumber. I know. But where would you put a planer? Oh, I, uh, the planers are, meant to are portable so basically you pick it up and you use it when you when you when it's in use and when it's not you can stow it away so it's not a it's not about a problem of putting it yeah yeah i i could i could 
there's space to put it because you stow it away and then when you need to use it you pick it up put it on the tabletop and make sure you have space to run your boards through and right now the boards I'm running through are not super long right so but even if they were I could just move it more to the middle of the shop area and then just run them through so I could I could finagle that or just do it outside but I have the option to move back and forth between inside and outside, and if it, that those are always corded. I don't think I've seen a. I haven't seen a cordless. I haven't seen a cordless planer. Planer. I guess there could be a cordless planer, but I have seen a cordless table saw. Because the table the table saw is really. A circular saw right. with That's a table around it. Right. right. <laughs> so if you could have a cordless circular saw, well, then you mean you could have a cordless table saw. And the circular saws usually have, could have uh, larger blades than the table saw itself. Yeah. The table saw may only have a 10 inch blade. So you could definitely do that cordless. And yeah. I think Ryobi even makes one of those. I just wouldn't want. I wouldn't want a cordless one because if you're ripping a bunch of boards, you don't want to be limited by the battery right. capacity. Uh oh, uh oh, Buffalo. Up nine three over Kansas City. Will Buffalo take down Kansas City? Wow. Wow. We'll see. This is a rematch. I think. Last year they last year or the year before they played in the AFC championship game and Buffalo lost by the very little to Kansas City. And Kansas City went on to the Super Bowl. So Buffalo wants some Kansas City right now. And they're at home. And it's cold. It's cold. And it's uncomfortable. And it's buffalo weather. And the three. All right. Got anything else before you fall asleep? Nope. You look like you're uh, you're headed that direction. I've been busy today. Yeah. Also, looks like why you look like you're. Been... I mean, we left for Meyer before eight a.m. I've been doing busy doing. Uh, doing paperwork. I got a lot done though. Okay. Oh, and I didn't show you the designs. New designs! I'm trying to take the designs, make digital photos of the designs in order to put on the website. Because I've been designing a lot, but none of the stuff is going to the website. Oh. Because it's it's more laborious to put it up to the website, but I'm, I think I found a, a good way to do it is to use the snippet tool. Yeah, I use the snippet tool all day, every day. Right. Well, see, the problem is when I post a new um, product, I do it from my phone. Oh, no. And so then that's why I would take a picture with my phone and, and then I put crazy. it on the... Well, it doesn't look crazy. It's just I take a picture with my phone because 
then I can upload it from the phone and I can do all the stuff, all of the adding the product to the thing all through the phone. But if I do it this way, the way I'm doing it now, and I put the make it, and then I use the snippet, yep. and I put them in folders, yep. and then I can go to the folders and I can upload these things using the computer, yeah. not using the phone. So more stuff is going to go up. More stuff is going to be on the website. So you got to check the website, farscards.com or raggedytees.com or farscardsraggedytees.com. <laughs> Gotta see, man, because it's 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 good stuff. Why did they just have a Paramount Plus commercial for with Beavis and Butthead? Because Beavis and Butthead is on Paramount Plus. What? Yeah. They probably were distributed by Paramount. Show your love by them art. Yeah. Chocolate? Question mark. Chocolate? Flowers? No way. By art. <laughs> These are my Valentine's designs. <laughs> I was trying to explain to some young ladies this week about why you do not buy me flowers and that the looks on their faces were hilarious. Did not understand. Dead flowers. Dead flowers. People's dead love. Dying love. It was hilarious. Don't buy me dead flowers. Yeah, I'd rather give somebody a pot. Give me a, give me a plant. Give me a bulb. Give right. me something that I right. can keep growing. And you can have it. Whatever. Well, if if. If a flower is indicative of your love. Why are you giving him a dead one? I'm giving you a cut off dead flower. It's kind of like the Christmas tree. All right. Got anything else? Before you, before you dive into your phone and start working? If you want to follow... Traveling Fars, you can find us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, iTunes, Spotify, or wherever awesome podcasts are found for free at The Traveling Fars. And yes, people, you can leave ratings on almost all the apps for us. So if they have a rating system, leave us a rating. Say how much we're awesome, how awesome, how much more awesomer we are. Because that's good English. If you want to find us, you can find us also on the Instagram and the Twitters at TravelingFars. If you want to send Karen an email, TravelingFars at gmail.com and the blog space, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. No ease in the blueberry. And see us on Patreon at the Traveling Fars. You can also find our merch everywhere. Everywhere. Well, you can find our merch on our our store, Fars Cards or RaggedyTees.com. Um, 
that's probably the best place. We have some stuff on spread shops, but we have we've kind of abandoned the spread shop. Yeah, they're point. still there. We just we haven't updated it at all. But there's stuff there. You can still get stuff on the spread shop. Um, hopefully, within the next couple weeks, Aaron and Keegan are gonna update their uh, their pages on the website to be more reflective of their art. Yeah. So that's it. That's it. It's time for some football. I haven't really been paying attention. Even though the Lions won, I haven't been really watching it this weekend. Well, I watched it yesterday, but I'm talking today. Because, you know, I was doing business paperwork for taxes. Thank you. Which is sad. But I did it. I mean, you could do it after your knee surgery when you can't work. I already did it. What are you talking about? Mm-mm. And where's the you can't work from? Where, where does that come from? You're not going to be able to stand for hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. I and hours. do other stuff. That's just one very small piece. True. <coughs> what is Shadow and Act? Never heard of it. Is it really called Shadow and Act? I get a, an email from Shadow and Act. Donald Glover and Maya Erskine drop new features. I don't even know what that is. Sound like some shit you signed up for. It's on the traveling bars, so I didn't sign up for it. Alright, you might have. No. Like your the, our email got sold to somebody because you did a thing. I don't know what Shadow and Act is. You should look it up. What is it? From the email I just looked at, it looks like um, industry stuff, like film stuff. One of them is about Jonathan Majors. I mean, you do a you do a lot of RuPaul stuff, so. What does that have to do with that? He's an actor. He's in show business. He hosts a show. He produces shows. This has nothing to do with that. It could. You gotta understand, when you sign up for things or you're on people's email lists and all that kind of stuff, that information gets sold to lots of other people. And if they sell it to a company who then does their direct marketing using them and that information, then you end up getting stuff that you didn't necessarily sign up for, but is a part of something else. I'm not saying should, it's a bad thing. I'm just saying say that's I'm how. I have to start working because now I'm working. Because you, that's what you do. See, okay, folks. Let this me is give, what you do, man. Let me give you a tip from, from a boss. I have like 40-something employees. If you don't feel well on Friday, do not tell your fucking bosses that you're calling in on Monday after you've already gotten the medication that should make you feel better in the next 24 hours. Hell yeah. And then on Sunday evening, text and say, oh, I don't feel good. I'm not coming in tomorrow. Bitch, you already told us that you weren't coming in on Friday when you had two days to sit and rest and do nothing. I, I do not understand these people. And then you want to sit there and whine at me about how you won't have enough money in your paycheck. Well, you didn't fucking come to work, so what do you want from me? And you yep. aren't even out of your 90 days, so you don't get paid sick time, 
and you don't have any PTO because you aren't. You yeah, have been there long enough. The fuck. Look, man, this new version of worker. I even had to get on Aaron about that. Oh, me too. And it's it's just like, no, you can't. One, my thing is, I'm always worried that you're gonna lose your job That's based on your performance yep. because you're not there and you can't keep I calling know, in and think you're gonna keep your job. But these today, they can. Nope. But in my world, you can't. Since since I run the world in my building, I run the world. You don't get to keep your job. I rule the world. That's right. <laughs> I rule that um, shit. But yeah, that I don't I don't get I really don't get this new fangled idea about work, what you can do. Even even the schools and and having uh taking taking off days because of snow. I uh, it's like you're taking off for snow that hasn't happened yet? Listen. I mean if I can drive around I try really hard not to talk about work because of the type of work I do. But last week was a week. So we had a lot of snow. Last weekend we just got pummeled with two feet of snow. Like in in less than 36 hours. Right. And not only that, but then we dropped down to the teens. So none of that shit even melted. We still have just as much snow now as we did last week. So. Which is usually what happens. Well, sometimes it melts. Sometimes it doesn't, but right now we are not Look, in a melt mode. That's that sad newfangled snow. So, Old snow <laughs> did not melt. It stayed all season. Yeah. And just so, kept getting piled up. Anyway, we had snow days because that's what happens. But we have in our building a state-led or state-funded um, preschool program. And so when our school-age children don't have school, we cannot have school for the state-funded classroom because they share a space. In the fall, we talked about this with the, the person who runs the grant, who, who uh, like keeps track of the like, grant spending from corporate on the other side of the state while she was training the new person for our side of the state. So we get an email saying, by the way, this is sent to every single center that has this program. By the way, um, just because your school, your schools are closed doesn't mean that your state-funded program can be closed. You still have to have the state-funded program. They don't follow the school districts. So I get a phone call from one of my, one of the other directors who's a friend of mine, and she was on fire just fuming because she and I are in the same situation that our centers are full to the brim I do not have any space not even in a closet to put a kid um, and so we cannot have the, the state funded program open and this was agreed upon in September because we were already full so she's cussing and swearing and screaming and yelling because she's home recovering from surgery and so she's got lots of time on her hands and so I said, well, I'm just going to reply to the email, you know, saying for our conversation in September that we are following what you told us to do. But when I did it, I replied all. And because I replied all, I was told that I was in the wrong. 
because I replied all. And I was like, how am I in the wrong when she's berating us for doing what she told us to do? And when I said, hey, you told us to do this, now I'm in the wrong. Is she the one telling you you're in the wrong? Yeah. Yeah, that's because you outed her. And, well, and her boss, like her boss was part of the conversation. My boss, her boss, and all part of the conversation. Yeah, but it makes her look bad. Yeah, because she's an idiot. That's why she would be upset. So I'm talking to my boss, and I was like, I get it. She's mad because I was... Wait, who is she? She's the person over the grant But she's not your boss. She's not my boss. She doesn't even have anything to fucking do with my side of the state. Okay. She can be mad then. Who cares? That's what I said. That's exactly what I said, because my boss was like, we shouldn't have replied all. I said she shouldn't have sent it to everybody. And if she wants to avoid a reply all, then she should be see all those people. She's like, um, I said the exact same thing. I was like, then what the fuck is the problem? So here, now we're like trying to figure out how are we going to figure out to get these two snow days back? Like, we're we're worried that because we only do four days and not five days and we have a certain number of days, we have to go to school per year to get full funding and blah, 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 blah. So we figure out, oh, we've got these two days coming up that they're going to have no state-funded pre-K program again. But we don't really need them to be closed. They could be opened. So I contact the girl for our side of the state and I'm talking to her about it and have my boss on the call. And she's like, well, it's funny that you mentioned this. She's like, because you said in, in the email that you have five or six days of snow days. She's like, you don't because you're only a 40 program. The five-day programs have that. And I said, okay. She's like, however, when whoever did your schedule for this year, your um, instruction calendar, they actually gave you 10 extra days of instruction. Like, we have 10 more days than we're supposed to have. And I said, well, it was this chick who sent the email. And she's like, oh. And that's why she's even more mad. Because you don't have to make up days, and you actually have 10 extra days that you don't have to worry about. So you called her out. And you made her look like an idiot when we figured out. Oh, well, the don't be an idiot. You I won't look like, like one. That's what I said. I'm like, don't start no shit. Won't be no shit. Hey, you know, this is the problem that happens inside of most corporations is people make decisions, don't have a good basis for the decision, and then they disseminate it out to those beneath them. And everybody on their level and above don't really know what they're doing. And then when it comes to light, they want to get upset. Yeah. It's like, well, but you chose to do this. We have an even bigger issue this year because in the past, all of the all of the teachers were paid for those days off. They, they have to not be there for whatever. They get paid. They're basically salaried employees. This year they changed it to only the lead teacher gets paid and the assistant teacher doesn't get paid. So if the assistant teacher needs money in her paycheck, then she has to come to work and work in the center, not in her classroom. Well, my friend that was cracking me up, her teachers have been in her center for nine years. They've been doing this state pre-K classroom for nine years. And this is the first time the assistant hasn't gotten paid. So she's all pissed off. And all the other ones who've been there for years are all pissed off. But that means I have a new one this year. 
who gets her panties in a twist that she has to come in if she wants to get paid and work because she should get paid. Well, your contract says you aren't getting paid. So on Friday, she was boo-hoo crying because she didn't want to be there, basically. She wanted to get paid to be at home on Friday, but she gets paid $27 an hour. So come come to work, and if you don't want to be there, go home, but I'm not paying you. And so she wants to be sad because she needs the money, and she's working two jobs, and she has to pay this, and she has to do that, but she doesn't want to work. I'm like, it doesn't work like that. I had to tell her, like, point blank. That is not how life works. You make more an hour than I do as your boss. And if you think me working $55 or 55 hours a week plus, and you make more than me is fair, and you're going to sit here and cry in my face because you wanted to leave at noon and get paid until 4, you're fucking crazy. Like, you better find something to do. got time to lean you got time to clean get your ass up and get to work and i told her i was like if you want to go home go punch out but don't cry to me when your paycheck is short and don't think i'm going to ask if you want to come in when you have a snow day or a day off to help make up your paycheck because i'm not going to have you doing this bullshit all the time either you work or you don't don't sit here and cry to me like literal tears i couldn't imagine sitting in my boss's office crying yeah, me Are we broken? No. 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 This is not a broken problem. Because honestly, the fuck? No. This is a... This is a... Somebody has let... Let people... There's no accountability. There's get, no responsibility. There's no I work don't ethic. <clears throat> well, see, that's just it. I... I to me, it goes back to the schools. I, to me, it's fucking parenting. No, it's not. Because parents don't teach you how to how to be at work. Um, they really don't. They taught me because that. Because when you're at work, you your parents, your your parents don't even know what you do at work. Okay? I, I, I worked at McDonald's. I, could, I can pretty much guarantee you my mother does not understand what happens for a McDonald's worker. No, and I worked at McDonald's. My okay. parents did no shit. So it's not it's not about your parents, but your parents are the ones that tell you, you know, you can't keep you calling into work. Right, to work. you feel sick, you take your ass to work. You know, um, I worked all but, week not feeling well. Yeah, but I don't see. I I guess I don't. I don't get this this when it comes down to sick. We always said that if we were sick, we should not come in. That was a thing that was in a yeah, corporate environment. Yeah, but we went to work anyway. Yeah, but we always said that we shouldn't have to. We shouldn't have to, but we do. But we, and we did. did. But they now are not. Yeah. But they're not because in schools, they can be home. Yeah. See, back when they were in middle school and high school, if they were sick... They told them to stay home. Well, okay, so... Like, how many times to, do most, in your time of being in school, did people go to school sick and get sent home? As opposed to not coming to school. You know what I'm saying? No, if, you if went you, to school. You your went parents to, took right, your ass that's, to school. That's my point. You went, just like, 
you don't feel so well, you go to work and they might send you home because they see you are literally sick and they allow you to go home. You do still lose that time and that money if you're hourly, but you, it looked better that you came in yep. and it got tells, sent home. It tells your boss a little something about you, that you're willing to do what needs to be done. Even though you didn't feel so even well. Even though you didn't feel well. So, when, But that's not being rewarded anymore. Well, in my business it is, because if they don't feel well and they still come in, we try to get them out as soon as we possibly can. But it doesn't, it's not rewarding. It's really not rewarding. It's not, it's not like, like when you get your reviews and stuff, like people like you might do it. Yeah. Because you have a long memory and you know, you're like, this person didn't come to work. Like, like you have the numbers right oh, in front of I you, have right? Oh, I have one that she's already missed seven days. You only get six days in a year without getting written up. I had to write her up because she has right. seven days. She hasn't then, been there uh, see, six months. That's that's the kind of thing I'm talking about. Is like you have the numbers right there in front of you, but it's not about the numbers. It's about you remembering the call-ins, the oh I don't feel so well, and having to try to get them to come to work and all of that stuff. Yep. That's the stuff that doesn't get. Quantify. Yeah, like this week when I got a phone call at 6 o'clock in the morning talking about, I don't feel good. Good, me neither. I'll see you when you get there. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm sick. Yep, me too. I've been sick since last Wednesday. I'll see you at work. Like, the, the fuck? Come to work. But see, that's, that's not the expectation going back to their middle school and high school. It's not the expectation of, of universities at all. So, I was so. at, I was at a, the state-funded pre-K it was run by the ISD. And the ISD is requiring that all of, anybody that's part of this program in any way, shape, or form go through these trainings. Well, I've made this suggestion a trillion times, but they shouldn't have directors in these trainings with the teachers because what the directors need to know or the leadership needs to know is totally different and they're not touching on any of that. So I'm sitting through the teacher's portion and I really need the director portion. Anyway, I digress. So they were talking about like a behavior roadmap and all this thing that they do for kids with behaviors. And I asked a question based on a child in Aaron's care because Aaron has a child in his care that is physically aggressive and physically assaults teachers and children on a daily basis to the point where the child is only allowed to be in school two hours a day. And so I was asking like, hey, at what point do you dismiss a child like this from the program? And the women both kind of looked at each other and they didn't have an answer because the answer is they don't. You don't dismiss them. You just allow this little motherfucker to come in and terrorize everybody. Like, Keegan would not go and fill into that classroom because she did not want to be injured by this child again. So there were a couple of black men in the room and the one man said... Because the, the woman was like, well, we can't dismiss them because we we know that if we, you know, do this, then it, if we penalize them, then it leads them down the wrong path and they can end up in prison. And I said, I get the preschool to prison pipeline. I understand it. But that's not what's happening here. And the black man spoke up and he said, it's because you are not giving them any consequences and there are no repercussions and there are no there's no accountability. 
that this stuff is happening. This is why the preschool to prison pipeline is so strong because there is no accountability. You guys went from one end of the spectrum to the other because in preschool, we can't do shit to these little motherfuckers. They can do whatever they want. But then as soon as they get into kindergarten, they're expelled. <coughs> they're labeled. They're this, they're that, they're the other thing. And she starts to defend herself. And I looked at him and I said, I'm going to put it in words they can understand. As a mother of a young black man, things in our household were put to our children a lot differently. The way we spoke to our children and the way we held our children accountable were different than what happened. <coughs> no. You have a thing to drink in your hand. <laughs> Why are you sitting there holding it? Coughing around it. Cause. <coughs> See, why you gotta be, why you gotta be putting that COVID air out there? I don't have COVID. You got COVID. Look at you. Look, look, look. <coughs> Wiping this and coughing into that. And... <coughs> the women did not. I think that it wasn't until I said to them. Oh God. The accountability. Man, fuck Taylor Swift. The accountability that we do not want to see her in my as football. parents of black children hold our children to is so much different than what's happening in these schools and what's happening in even in my center. The things that I can do, like if it's a child that's outside of the state run program, I dismiss their little asses. Take your problematic child somewhere else. I will do everything I possibly can <clears throat> to help work through the behavior issues. I will help them. We put them on a behavior plan. We we get all kinds of stuff. We coach the teachers. We help the parents. We suggest this. We suggest if you, that. If you're not if you're not diagnosed with some kind of well, here's the other problem: is sometimes they can't, they're too young to be diagnosed. Yeah, but a person who does the behavior of young children and they work in psychology or psychiatry yeah they can oh yeah they can absolutely tell say they you, are they are leaning i know this, but they, they can, are showing right, tendencies but if they of can, that they are they can do <laughs> that to the point where you can make a plan for them yes. that makes sense the problem also is isn't it a center like ours our staff is not trained to deal with behavior issues, cognitive issues. Oh, don't feel bad. Most 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 teachers are not trained so, to deal with it. They just have IEPs, and someone else is trained to deal with it. But most teachers are not right. trained to deal with it either. They have a loose understanding of we need to make certain accommodations in our lesson planning, right? But not. Dealing with the person well, day to day. Even they, our they teachers don't, don't even understand differentiation in lesson planning. Yeah, but that's at that age, is that really necessary? And four year olds, yes. Mm, well, I would actually really say differentiation necessary? differentiation really? throughout the ages is necessary because yeah, but you might have a classroom, for example, you might have a classroom with younger two year olds and older two year olds. And you're going to differentiate between the two years. Yeah, but you're talking you about know, like groups of children. Two years, three months the versus one the one child. 
the 24 months. I know, but you're still talking about groups. And if you have groups, I can send a teacher over to this area with that group and a teacher over to this area with that group. Right. As opposed still- to, but as opposed to, I've got 30 children and now, I, and <coughs> one of them has this kind of, uh, even a disability, mental challenge that this person has that so they need this kind of lesson yeah. and then this person has something else yeah. and they need another kind of way to approach this yes. lesson and then a whole like these three over here they have a now you don't have enough teachers to no. deal with the fact and that's why I say most teachers they don't ever what they're doing is they're basically letting those kids especially in secondary ed letting those kids just kind of be there get what they get well, and that's what they're doing at preschool, too. But they get what they get in the classroom. Yep. But then they have another person that comes with those kids mm-hmm. later in the day. No. Therapist of whatever. Right. There's a there's a person that deals with their, their specific needs based on their IEP. Right. And then they're, they're going through their stuff with them. Because I had to sit with some of those kids uh, when I was working... Um, in the school and I was covering for the guy who does that Yeah. and he basically what it was was it felt like a study hall uh-huh. but it wasn't a study hall what it was was those kids that had IEPs all in one room where he could go around and give them one on one help gotcha. with whatever the lesson was and if they didn't understand he would walk down with them and talk to the teacher with them to understand what was going on so that then they could get the work done in a whole nother space different from the classroom. Yeah, yeah. So they were kind of doing the class twice. But you can't do that at the kids that you have in your age. You can't, no, I've you got birth age No, I was saying you couldn't do that no. because they're not there all day long and they don't have gaps in their scheduling and it's like, you know... Who's not there all day long? They're not, not like secondary ed. They're they're not moving around from classroom to classroom no, my and then kids are in being scheduled a class to do that very work. Right. No, my my kids are totally different. Right. They're totally different, and I think that's why differentiation based on uh, needs of an IEP. I don't think that I don't, I don't think that would work in your environment because you're not gonna have enough. You're never gonna have enough teachers to have, to no, even meet it out. So I have two children in my pre-K classroom. Uh, one has been diagnosed. He's had enough issues where they have pushed and pushed and pushed, and he does have a diagnosis. He's got several things going on. But then the other one, his parents are in denial and they think it's only speech. It is not only speech. There's a whole heap of other stuff, but <clears throat> whatever. I'm not a, a medical professional. Well, I mean, if they would just go vegan, they'd be fine. Okay. Um, so, anyway, these two children usually swap. They, they have, they're in the classroom for 30 minutes at a time each day at the same time. But usually it's either one there or the other. <clears throat> But both of their mothers are unhappy with the teachers in the classroom, mostly because 
the teachers are not trained to deal with special needs kids. Right. And it's the one mom is like, you know, they're they're really um, they're really unsympathetic and they're really too harsh with the way they talk and you know they the teachers or the kids. They're talking about the teachers talk the way they talk to the child. And and I've heard them talk to the child and I've said, listen, he's, he doesn't understand that. You're going to have to use, try this method. And they, the one, the older one tries it and it works. But the younger one, she's also on the spectrum. So. Oh, God. <clears throat> so, anyway. This is like robots making robots. Yeah. So, my thing is that I am signing all of my preschool and pre-K teachers up for um, a challenge, a child with challenging behaviors course that they're all going to be responsible to complete um, but is it cha- <clears throat> they have to like but they, is that the issue isn't it's the gonna issue be, they're gonna, that the child has really <laughs> learning disabilities no it's going to be like a special needs a, that's what I'm saying adult it's, child interaction for children with special needs they're going to take this course you say adult child adult child interactions for special needs children I heard adult child no adult child <laughs> it's like um, what is an adult child and why are they I mean in your I center? had to take that class when I was in college for early childhood I had that I had to take that six week course that course is how I got the job at the discovery center no I, I'm not saying that it's not needed but really the problem that you're talking about is is a problem that all education has <coughs> once they pulled once they ended the special ed school yeah and the special ed classroom well, that we don't even call it special ed anymore but that's once they ended those and they put all those kids back in in gen ed then now they got to have all the same teeth. They basically needed to have all those teachers that were in special ed yep. just come over to gen ed yep. and then be partnered up with yep. all the gen ed teachers because none of the gen ed teachers had gone to school for special ed. Yeah, And, and they, now, most of them don't. A lot of them now, with, because Michigan forces teachers to go get their master's degree. Right. Well, that's part of the process. Right. They, they force them to go do it. And a lot of them do go and get a master's in special ed. Well, that's be- only because they don't know it, right. but they're being required to, to meet out. Yep, mainstreaming special needs kids. Which doesn't make sense. I don't. I, you wouldn't do. You can't. You wouldn't do that to a person who has physical disabilities. Be like, oh yeah, you got to do. You got to go to PE and you got to do the same. You got to climb the rope. T- you got to do the same ten push-ups. Yeah. Every thirty seconds, or yeah. you know, you got to do the same. No, you. you I. I if it's if it's if the problem is physical or mental, the expectations still have to change. Yeah. Well, the problem is we have too many kids. Like in a in one of the classrooms, I had I think I had I had more than half of the kids in there had IEPs? Yeah, when I worked at the Discovery Center and I was in that classroom with 53 kids, out of the 53, 18 of them did not have IEPs. Right, but that if you've got that going on, 
There's no way one teacher can stand there. Well, we were four of us. But, uh, 53 but, kids, yeah. but still. Yeah, but in secondary ed, you don't have four of us. No. You have one. So how do you have one person that can no, not only adequately, minute by minute, deal with the fact of this child's IEP yep. and versus that child's IEP, yep. but even if your lesson planning is all good, you're still not going to, you're still going to fall short with most of the kids in the classroom, even if they're gen ed kids. Yeah. Because you're meeting someone else's needs because of the fact that they need certain things because of their IEP. And some kids use that as a, as a crutch, yep. like to not try. Yeah. You, well, <laughs> you didn't come over here and help me. It's like, why would I come over there and help you? Ask for help. Why but it's, would I it's, help? Not, it's not about that. Their IEP says that they need someone there to help them. But you can't do that no. for the whole classroom with this one child. And and <laughs> it's, so it's like it, it doesn't, the way we're doing education right now doesn't make any sense. It's one of the reasons why I can't continue to do it. Right. Because it's like, it's just a money grab. It's just a yeah. place to house students. Just child care. Right. It's just, it's just child care pushed forward and then all of a sudden have the expectations that they're supposed to know certain things before they get to the university level. It's like, how? but how are they ever going to know all of this stuff? And then it becomes, okay, well, if they don't know it, then they can go this direction. So then we're just, we're just separating, separating the, the chickens. Yeah. Based on feather color now. Yeah. I mean, we're just. We're just oh. looking at them by by certain attributes and being like, yep, you can go that way, you can go that way, you can go that way. No, you can't go that way. So, and we're, that's all we're doing. I have had a child this week come into my office all angry. He was so pissed off. I'm not really even sure why he was so pissed off. But he's sitting here and he's telling me he's, I don't know, nine or ten years old. <clears throat> he's just really mad. And out of his mouth comes, the teacher is a racist. Tell me why she's a racist. This kid has an IEP. He's got issues. I know his issues. The way I talk to him is the only way to get through to him. <clears throat> she said, he said, well, because she gave the thing I wanted to the other boy. I said, so how does that make her racist? I said, the other boy is the same color as you. Okay. <clears throat> no, he's not. He's white. I said, no, he isn't. Yes, he is. He's white. I said, no. He's a black child. Just like you're a black child. So tell me how she's racist. I said, I'm going to go talk to the teacher. I'm going to find out her side of this. And then I'm going to talk to the other student. And then I will come back. <clears throat> so I left him with my assistant. Come back. He was all pissed off because he wanted this toy that the kid had. <coughs> the kid put it down to go wash his hands for snack. He picked it up and wanted to keep it and she was like no he that's his it's his own toy it's not even the toy from the classroom it's his toy <clears throat> give it back and that made her a racist and i'm like is this what we're teaching in public school that if they don't get their way that the person is a racist no that's because not being taught. Like, that's not that's not what's being taught in public schools what's being taught is if i say the word racist then everybody has to jump 
and try to figure out. Basically, he made you do what everybody has to do if you level the accusation. Which is how the one chick kept her job that I wanted to fire because she called me a racist. And I had another one who quit because I told her her hair was beautiful and asked her if it was hers or a wig. And she called me a racist. <clears throat> but guess what? She quit for a week and then she's back. Because she be back? She came back. Why would you let her come back? Because it was stupid. No, no. See, that's the problem. That's the problem right there. She doesn't know that I know that that's what she said. No, no, she no. Came that's the problem. <laughs> that's the no consequences. Oh, no. She'll have enough consequences no, in a minute because no. she that's, doesn't come to work tomorrow. So she's not going to have a damn job. That's not a consequence of the action that she took before. That's a consequence of her actions today. Well, what was the what was the thing before? She quit. She Bye. Be gone. She quit. No. No, hell no. They quit all the time. She, no, if somebody <laughs> quit and accused me of being racist too, fuck that. Kick rocks. Be gone. So, don't don't even think about coming back here again. These girls will quit. No. Listen to this. No. These girls will quit. And I will say to them, okay, let me know if you decide you want to come back part time or you want to pick up a shift here or there. Because. <clears throat> Sure, because they're usually going to go to school or they got a, That's something a job for more money or whatever. Anyway, it goes, no, they quit. No, if you get a job for more money, take that job for more money. Sure, that's Don't what I tell Don't come back them. here. No. Because, because you got the job for more money. Listen, sometimes they, I could use a sub. You got a day off and you want to come and sub. There, you there's a difference off. between I'm quitting and I don't want to be here. I don't want to work here. And I'm... Oh, those I'm ones. quitting for other opportunities. Right. Those ones. But I, I also <laughs> want to have other shifts. Or can I can I go part time here? See, there's a difference between I quit. Yes. And so, I want to go part time. So there's a difference. One of my girls was like, she put in her notice. She gave me a little sticky note on my desk saying that her last day was gonna be the day before Thanksgiving. And I just told her no. You come in and you work a couple shifts here and there when you have time. Keep your discount. Because she has a child in the center, and sometimes she has three kids in the center, depending on what school looks like that day. I was like, nope, I'm not taking you out of the system. You come in and work as, as often as you can and keep your, your discount. <clears throat> now she's back full time, and she quit the other job because they weren't as flexible as we are. And then I had another one who is just... A one class shy away from getting her her child development accreditation certificate and she's like I'm gonna go back to school and so I'm gonna quit and I'm like nope I'm not gonna take you off the books I'm gonna leave you part-time we'll do some seasonal so when you have a day off or you miss the kids you can just let us know and you can come back for a couple of hours she's like are you serious I was like yeah so Friday she's boo-hoo crying because She's going to miss her babies, and she's going to miss her friends at the center, and she's going to miss the parents, and blah, blah, blah. And I said, why are you crying? She's like, because it's my last day. And I said, <clears throat> but you're going to come and work part-time on occasion, right? You're going to be a sub? She's like, well, yeah. And I said, so why are you crying? She's like, because it's such a big step, and I don't know if I'm going to fail. And I was like, okay. You want to go to school go to school you know you want to come to work part-time on occasion you let me know she and i promise you she'll be back full-time in a month 
promise you she'll be back. How do they do that and go to school? Go, she'll drop out of school again. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I I'm sorry. Somebody saying somebody saying they need to drop their hours uh -huh. to accommodate something else is one thing. Somebody saying that I quit. Well, she she is told me that another she, thing. She gave me a, a resignation letter saying that she was going to go back to school, and with her narcolepsy, she can't do school and work at the same time. And I totally get that because she's she failed before doing that. <clears throat> but she just bought a brand new car last week. And how are you going to pay for your insurance and your gas and all the other stuff if you're not working? She's like, oh, I didn't think about that. The fuck? Like, what the, What do you mean? Oh, my God. She's like, well, I've saved up enough to pay my car payments for her the next, you know, year. And I said, okay, well, what about your car insurance? And gas. And your gas. <clears throat> and what happens if you need an oil change? Because you're going to probably drive more than 3,000 miles. And um, what if... What if you get a flat tire? And she's like, oh my God, Miss Karen, I didn't even think of that. And I was like, so if you'd like to come and work part-time when you have days off or, you know, you're on break. But I promise you she'll be back in a month. Just like the other one was. <clears throat> I, think, I think that's what you're doing is what you need to do for your, for your business. Yeah. But it's also why... Yeah, These because they have no. Are the way they are. Because there's no accountability because there's like. At, at this point, the reason I'm doing it is totally selfish. That's just like when okay, I'm a sub, and I'm. I'm a sub. Working, full time. Doing the long term thing. Yeah. I had, I was there more often than the teachers that were full-time teachers. Yep. They were calling in. There was one teacher, I swear she called in at least once or twice every week that I was there. You were there a whole school year. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, literally a whole school year. It's like, and I was there every day. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand this mentality. It's. it's oh, I don't get it. This girl had to take time off. Her parents went on vacation, and her mom told her that she needed to get out of work early or go into work late so that she could be home with the dog, so the dog wouldn't be lonely. The fuck? It's a dog. I don't even know what that means. Like what the? Dogs. Dogs do very well at home alone. What? And her sister was That's home. Her sister was home all day, every day. Her sister didn't have a job and she was not in school at the time. But the other one had to take time off because the sister didn't like dealing with the dog. Uh -uh. The fuck is wrong with these people? I don't know. Punk ass parents. Is, punk is ass really, parents raised punk ass kids. That's, it, that's what it comes down to. I punk say ass this parents. shit every day. These punk ass parents raise punk ass kids. They come in here and try to fucking say they work in and then you want to boohoo cry in my office because you're expected to fucking work and get paid. Like, what the fuck? I mean, that's kind of the contract. <laughs> the fuck? You work, you get paid for the time that you're there. Don't working. sit here and boohoo cry in my face. You making five, six, seven dollars an hour more than I'm making? What the fuck? 
I don't, I don't, I really do not understand this, this version of work, but I can tell you, if we get our retail spot, or we get our makery going, or we get anything going where I need to hire people, there's no way in hell that well, I will deal with any of that bullshit. You might as well just hire our children because, because you're not going to find people who are going to work. Oh no, there are people out there that will work, but they know they know that what they did over there, they can't do over here. Yeah. You know, it's it's really just about setting the right parameters because honestly, If you don't, I mean, the only reason that we ever did that that way was because we didn't have another choice. No. So, we, why do we give these people a choice when they really should not have a choice yeah. when it comes to what the needs of the business are? Yeah. So, if the business needs you to be here from 8 to 5 and you come in at 10, oh, you okay. might as well stay home. Yeah. Well, and that happened last week. So the one girl who... <clears throat> not snow days, not no, bad travel, no. but you just didn't come in. You just didn't need to come in. So the one girl who called me the racist, she um, she called one day saying that she was stuck at the gas station, that she had gotten a flat tire and she had pulled over and she was waiting for the tow truck. So we were like, okay, no problem. Well, she's like, and I have an appointment tomorrow at three to get my car fixed, so... I can't come in today and I can't come in tomorrow. <clears throat> so Kylie says, okay, we'll see you Friday. So she doesn't come in on Wednesday. She's scheduled at 8.45 on Thursday. This chick rolls up at 9.38. She comes in on Thursday at 9.38. We weren't expecting her because she'd already called in and said, I'm not going to be there. So she comes up to the desk to find out where she needs to go and she Kylie says to her, um, are you here to work? And she says, well, yeah. And she says, well, you told me yesterday you weren't coming today, so I found somebody to cover your shift. We don't need you today. And she's like, so I can't work? Kylie's like, you told me you weren't working. I don't need you. Go home. <clears throat> she's like, I'll see you tomorrow. Then the woman doesn't show up for work on Friday at all. Shows up at like 4 o'clock in the afternoon. She only works 8.45 to 2.45. Shows, shows up at 4 something. And I'm like, what's going on? She's like, oh, I need to tell you why I didn't come to work today. And I said, okay. So she comes in my office. She got pulled over on her way out. Got arrested. Spent the night in jail. And that's why she didn't call and let us know that she wasn't coming to work. And could she please come to work on Monday? Like, what the fuck? Is this real life? Like. I mean, yeah. What? I, I And now she's texted me and said, I don't know if I can come in because instead of using a regular bank account, she used Cash App. And so her direct deposit went to Cash App. And Cash App takes an additional eight days to process your first direct deposit from any corporation. I don't know anybody that can go eight days extra without their paycheck. So, she's like, I couldn't get the money for my truck, so I don't know if I can get my truck out of the impound, so I don't know if I can come in tomorrow. 
fuck it over. I mean, you kind of know. You know you can or you cannot. Yeah, she's like, I'm trying to get a ride. And yes, there is Uber. There's Uber! Now, Uber is fucking stupid right now. Yeah. Because I had a sta- uh, two staff members who Uber almost every day. One of them sent us a message at like 7.15, 7.20, saying that Ubers were $60 to go three miles. What was it because of the weather? Because of the weather and because of the time of the day. Now, the other one, she lives on Pleasant right down the street from us, right next to the PDC. And she was supposed to be on at 8.15. Didn't get there till noon because Ubers were so expensive and she didn't have the money to pay for that much of an Uber. They were like $65. And the thing that I said to her several times, I do not understand you. I live six minutes from you. I could have easily picked you up on my way in. Yeah, we were supposed to be at the same do. time. Still not I'm not going to do it every day, but if it's a situation where it's a $65 Uber, you give me 15 bucks for gas, there you go. <clears throat> or you get in trouble for... She's going to get written up now because she's... Missing days. Missing days and being late. So every single day she's sent this four paragraph long email or text message saying how she hates closing every day and she wants to open and be early and but she can't fucking get to work on time. Yeah, I don't I You can't you can't have it both ways. Nope. Either you come to work when you're scheduled or you stay later. I I this is kind of what I was telling Aaron is like you gotta you gotta go and be there be there at the time that you're scheduled do a good job while you're there and then tomorrow do the exact same thing again yep because if you don't you, you are gonna have jobs, a job jobs will find a way to punish you for not doing that yep and if people and I hate I really don't like when people are like, oh, yeah, it's okay, don't worry about it, blah, blah, blah. Because they, they, they know that they today you can't say anything negative yeah. to the, the people. Oh, that, I do. The younger people. So, because they have a mental health crisis. Yeah, you know, fuck that. If you have a mental health crisis, that's fine. But take your ass to work. I mean, uh-huh. you, I mean if, you're, if you're scheduled to work and you're not dying, Yep. You can take your ass to work. Now, there are certain jobs that you can't do if you're, like, if you're not well. I had one. I get that. But certain jobs, you know, you can, you can get through the day. Yeah. You know, so take your ass to work. I had one come into my office on her break last week. And she's sniffling and crying. And I'm like, what is wrong? She's like... I'm just overwhelmed. I don't feel like I'm doing a good job and blah, blah, blah. I said, they're fucking one years old. Are they safe? Are you teaching them things? Are you having fun with them? Are they clean? Like, what the fuck do you expect from that? Like, like, what is, what? It's just like, I don't know. I'm just overwhelmed. And I said, listen, there is going to be a time when somebody has to say this to you. So I'm going to say it to you today. 
put your big girl panties on and go do your fucking job. It is not difficult. Right now, you have 12 children in your classroom asleep. You could be doing all of the things you think that you don't have time to do because they sleep from 12.45 until 3 o'clock every day. Every day. You have more than enough time, and we give you planning time a couple of times a what, week. What, what, is the, what are they doing that they need that much time to get it done? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know because we do three give them planning hours? time. I mean, three plus hours, I can I can have my whole week scheduled out. I can lesson plan for a whole week in three their, hours. They have to do their boards. They have to do portfolios. But here's a kicker. There are three adults in that room, and they could divide it up. They could each take four kids and be right. responsible for portfolios for four children and, and diapers for four and children. still be sitting around bored. still. And take their break at, at nap time when other people are in there doing stuff for them. Like, what the fuck? I'm like, you want to be... Time management is never taught. No. And she wants to be a teacher, like an elementary school teacher, but you can't handle one-year-olds? Yeah, but as an elementary school teacher, you only get one class period of planning time. Maybe. Uh, it depends. You, Maybe. You might, get, you might get it like twice a week or three times a week, depending on your situation. But, I mean, still. And you're going to have way more to do. Yeah. Because you don't have homework here. You don't do give tests. You don't do any of that nonsense. All the grading, all the evaluation. I mean, you have got to pull up big girl pants and just suck it up, buttercup. Get out of yep. your damn head. Yep. All right, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm cutting you off. Fine. Now that you're all awake. Uh, you got all awake and got all sat up and everything. You were laying down before, started talking about work, and next thing you know, you wake up. They, they did it. They, they text me. Two of them. Two of them. Say goodbye to the people. Three of them, actually. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, folks. Look at you. You're all hyped up, ready to work. I'm going to go upstairs and have some dessert with me. Yeah, me too. There's some pie up there. Say goodbye, people. Bye, people. Peace.